Welcome to the Sacred Six Podcast with Dr. Deb Doherty, hosted by me, Deb's daughter-in-law, Jackie Lutz. The Sacred Six is a toolkit for the simple, natural actions anyone can take to help them live a healthier, more active, and more fulfilling life. The word sacred is an acronym for these six lifestyle habits. In each episode of this six-part series, we will dive into one of the lifestyle habits in detail. Let's dive in. We're back with Dr. Deb Doherty going through the sacred six. We went through the S for spiritualize, the A for associate, the C for consume, Mm -hmm. and now we're doing the R for rest. Yes, rest, one of my favorites too, after eating is one of his rest. But I actually believe, because this is a lot about sleep, I believe if you're going to start anywhere, this is this is really a good place to start because sleep is so powerful. What's the first thing we give up? And I did this and many, many years ago where that's the thing I would always give up. When I was in graduate school, I can get by on three hours sleep a night. <laughs> I'll catch up on Friday, you know, and I would crash. I'd get three or four hours of sleep a night, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then Friday night I would come home and crash at five o'clock and until the next morning. Well, that's not the way to do it. (laughs) So um, when we talk about sleep, um, we need to know that that's really a time that our body does a lot of cleaning up. It does a lot of cleaning up in our brain with our hormones. I mean, it is essential for us to be able to think by sleeping. And this is, again, very research-oriented. It has been proven that a lack of sleep increases inflammation. Absolutely. A lack of sleep will actually prevent, if you are taking certain medications, it'll prevent the medications from literally not being utilized as well in your body. Um, the, the sleep is just essential for our health and wellness in every aspect of our life. So although we give it up, it's probably the, the you know, the worst thing we could do for ourselves is to give up our sleep time at night. Um, it's, it's really about um, coming up with a sleep routine, we call it. Sleep hygiene, you'll see those terms too. If you can go to bed at the, about the same time and get up about the same time every day, that's what your body needs. It needs that circadian rhythm that's hugely important. Now, it can't be every night. There's going to be the times mm-hmm. we have evening meetings or evening events that we want to go to that we stay out later evening fun times with family where we're associating, which is great, you know. But the majority of the time, getting up at the same time, going to the bed at the same time helps our bodies really to regulate and and helps us to get in that deep sleep. Mm-hmm. I think just routines in general help yeah, you get yeah. into a deep sleep, right? Yeah, like yeah. if you typically eat at the same times right. during the day or stop eating at a certain time of the day, right. it like sets your body up for this right, cycle right. that'll help you sleep better right. through the night. Yeah, there's a couple things that is very prominent in the literature, um, like the blue light, all mm-hmm. the crazy electronic devices we use. You should be shutting those down at least an hour before you go to bed. Let your eyes rest. Let your body rest. Part of your sleep routine should be to, you know, shut off the TV. Just mm-hmm. have some time for reflection. Maybe you listen to some music or, you know, some, you know, guided imagery or nothing reading (laughs) or reading is great a little journaling just Mm -hmm. before you go to bed but get away from that the blue light um i really discourage people from having tvs in their bedrooms whoops (laughs) (laughs) 
and I know a lot of people do. We do not. Your bedroom is for sleep and sex. Sorry, that's it. <laughs> it should not be for watching TV. If mm -hmm. you want to watch TV, go out in the living room. Now, you can be relaxing mm -hmm. <laughs> in your living room, but it should be that where you go to sleep does not have those distractions. I can't sleep with the TV on. We have a TV, and, and, and my husband likes to watch. He doesn't watch a lot of things for very long, but he likes to watch like a quick 15-minute thing before yeah. he goes to bed. And yeah. I can't go to bed till that happens because yeah. if something's on, I'm listening to it. Yep. I can't yep. just hear noise and not be yeah. like tuned in and listening yeah. to it. So I'm thinking, and I'm, I'm present. <laughs> and yeah. then the light. I end up with a cover over my head because I just I can I yep. can still see the blinking of the light and yep. I just I cannot sleep with the TV on. Yeah. You know, yeah. and and I'm I I consider myself gifted when it comes to sleep. I literally can sleep anywhere. Oh. It's a beautiful thing. That is thing. a gift. That is yes. a big gift. Yeah. I actually can shut my brain off. Yeah. Not like while I'm awake, <laughs> but <laughs> I can I can shut my brain off to nap or to, if I have to take a quick nap or to go to bed at night, I can actually fall asleep quite quickly. And, and that is a gift. But I do have to have the right environment. Right, right. Because because that is what most people will say is, I just can't turn my brain off. I you know I have all these things at work I'm thinking about, or this issue with my family, or with issues with myself, with my health, and 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 I've got this whole list of things I have to do tomorrow before the next day's event, and <clears throat> and we can't shut it off, and we. We really need to work on finding, the more we have a routine, the more we can find ways to shut it down. I, I know this sounds kind of goofy, but this is what helps me to shut, because I like to think at night too when I go to bed. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I literally have to visualize pulling blinds down or painting the wall or closing doors. That's how I shut everything down and think, Okay, I'll deal with that in the morning. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I can go to sleep. Yeah. Um, so come up with whatever helps you because that is the problem people have um, the most trouble with is literally shutting their brains off. And it's also the interrupted sleep. So like that's something that was obviously more difficult when our kids were little. Because oh, it's like it's not even that they are interrupting my sleep. It's that my brain isn't necessarily off off. Yeah. yeah like you right. always have one ear open right, right. and any noise you yeah, wake up and yeah. you're like, oh that wasn't that wasn't the baby. You right, go back right. to bed. But like you just got interrupted. Right. So I think that that can be tough to get good quality sleep when you're at an you know or animals. Right, right, right. Animals in bed with they you. They wake you up and stuff yeah, like that. Like yeah. maybe there's changes people can make that are like hard because um, you know mm -hmm. we used to have an animal that slept with us he would not be caught dead sleeping on the floor oh that would gosh. have been a nightmare oh he just wasn't that type of dog yeah, yeah but he would constantly interrupt my sleep and those are now with babies it's just part of the part of the part of being parent a parent something got and we do have to you know so you kind of take turns who's going to get it get mm -hmm. up but you will be interrupted. Know that it is short term. Mm -hmm. It is going to interfere with your sleep. But you know, the next day when you've been interrupted several times, you are not as sharp. Right. You can't think as clearly because of the sleep. It's mm -hmm. not because of the babies. It's because your brain did not have time to literally clear the waste because mm -hmm. that's what happens and it. it clears the waste. So certain things we have to deal with um, temporarily. With animals, we can make tougher choices of making sure they don't sleep with us or they don't interrupt us and keeping them in in a space where um and if they're getting up during the night numerous times to go to the bathroom there's we need to deal with that go mm -hmm. to your bed because we need that sleep not only does it cause inflammation but it 
it will make you depressed, anxious the next day. You're not going to be as clear, especially if you are presenting somewhere or mm. you're in meetings where you need to be, uh, you know, right on, on top of everything. You're not going to be. Yeah, and you're just not going to be at your best either. You don't make as good mm -hmm. decisions. Exactly. You know, like exactly. even when I'm tired, I just eat a lot. Yeah. Well, I'm just hungry all the time. Let me tell you why. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a whole hormone issue that occurs with sleeping. And this is why people have difficulty. People that work afternoons or they work nights, um, there's more of an obesity issue that way. But it's because there's actual chemicals in our brain. There's hormones in our brain called ghrelin and leptin. And when we get nice, good, deep sleep, our leptin increases in our body and in our brain. And it tells your brain, you've got plenty of energy. You can relax. Just relax. And you it literally takes hunger away. But if you have interrupted sleep, which you probably noticed when you were up all night with kids, that you felt more hungry the next day. Um, when we have interrupted sleep for whatever reason, the ghrelin increases, the leptin decreases, and that tells your body, oh my gosh, you don't have enough energy, we need more, we need more, so you got to eat more. And it tells you you're hungry, so then you think you're hungry, you can't figure out why, and the next day you're eating more, but it's because of the hormones. If you sleep, it changes your hormone balance, and you aren't as hungry. So we, we really need to think about that. There's a lot of stuff that occurs during the night. There's this whole glymphatic system, which is... Um, you know, the, the lymphatic system within the brain that, again, clears when we sleep. It clears all the waste out of our brain when we sleep. We have to do that. Or we are not cog as cognitively aware. We are not as cognitively strong um, by not sleeping. So I used to make up, like, I, I've, I've always been a napper, too. So I'm pretty good at, I usually go to bed around 9, right around 9, 10 at the latest. I'm yeah. dead by 10. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I wake up around six and it's usually, I'm, I'm not like the most perky uh, morning person, but I'm usually like ready to get up and I'm yeah, not like yeah. dragging. But then by the afternoon, I almost always need to, you know, on my lunch period or whatever, I take, I set my alarm and I take like a 20 minute mm -hmm. power nap. Mm -hmm. And that is something I have done for probably... 10 years. I've mm -hmm. just always been a good napper. Yeah. And even when I didn't work from home, I would go to my car and go to a grocery store parking lot and take my nap mm -hmm. because I could, I can fall asleep so quickly and deeply and I'll wake up 20 minutes later and it's like, I'm thirsty. And I'm like, I don't know what I just put my body through. Like it was just a really <laughs> powerful nap. I think my yeah, body yeah, did a lot yeah. of work in that little mm -hmm. bit of time. And mm -hmm. then that refreshes me and makes me so much sharper and ready to take on that second half of my day. Um, is napping, like I know that it's a healthy practice, but not everybody needs naps. Not everybody is good at napping, but where do naps fall into the R of rest? So very good question. And you are gifted <laughs> with your ability to fall asleep <laughs> fast and to nap. Mm -hmm. But everybody's body is different, as I will say in every segment. So some people thrive on napping, and you are uh, you know, a perfect example of that. That a quick nap, and we need short naps. People that are napping for an hour, hour and a half, that is not healthy. You are not getting enough sleep at night if you need that kind of nap during mm -hmm. the day. But 15, 20 minute, even 30 minute naps are healthy. And if you can do that, 
good for you. That, mm -hmm. is, that is a wonderful way to refresh your body. I am totally the opposite. I cannot nap. I, have n I could not fall asleep. And if I did, the only time I've ever napped during the day is if I'm sick. I feel horrible when I wake up. <laughs> I'm done for the rest of the day. I can't even think straight. I just can't. I am not a napper. And, and if I'm tired, I just can't. I just have to keep going. But I might go to bed earlier. That's how I would take mm -hmm. care of it. My sweet spot is like 9 to 5. I'm, an, I'm a sleeper from that. That's my sweet spot. Now, I don't always get there. Sometimes it's closer to 10, then I'll sleep in a little bit. That's my sweet spot, too, for, for sleep. Is there, is there something to be said about, like, if you are in a stressful state or your body is, you know, kind of inflamed for one reason or another, one of the sacred six is not going well for you and you're just more stressed out than usual, you might feel like you need more sleep mm -hmm, mm -hmm. than maybe you should have. So so what what should you do in this case? Do you take do you let yourself sleep that much? If you had the option, say you don't have two toddlers running around right, right. and you can't <laughs> sleep in on the weekend, is that healthy to kind of indulge yourself in that way if you're if you're just overly exerted the week right, or right. whatever to oversleep? So oversleeping is a is a tough term because everybody's different. Mm -hmm. So we the research shows that we really should get about seven to nine hours of sleep a night. That should be our usual. And everybody's a little bit different, so within there. Um, but if you've had an exhausting week and and spent your time in a, with a lot of meetings and a lot of whether it's personal or professional that you're just exhausted at the end of the week and you need just a night to crash, to not have to get up early. And when you do get up, you're just going to crash again on the couch in front of the TV with a good cup of coffee. <laughs> That's okay. We need that too. We need, sometimes we do need just a total, a total break um, from reality to catch up. That's okay. If you're doing that regularly, then you need to look at your schedule. Mm -hmm. You know, why are you doing that? If that's every weekend, Saturday and Sunday, I have to crash, or Friday and Saturday night, I have to crash, I can't even move till noon the next day, there's a problem. So then we need to look at what you're involved with. What is your schedule? What what toxic relationships are you involved in? Or What is draining or, you? Yeah. So we would look at that. But once in a while, absolutely. Absolutely. That's just a, I used to call that when I was in graduate school, graduate school and taking care of children and working as well. And that's when I wasn't sleeping <laughs> very long every night. Um, once, in, once in a while, I'd call it my mental health um, day. And I just literally had to sleep or just crash and not do anything, not think all day long. Mm -hmm. And I used to do that once or twice a year. That was my gift to myself was to not do anything for a whole day. Um, so we, you know, we all have to decide what works for us. But sleep is so desperately important. It's just so important. Yeah. Yep. I think we've all heard that most of our lives. Yeah. But sometimes we're, we're so anxious to get ahead and mm -hmm. feel like there's just so much to do. And if you have to sacrifice something, mm -hmm. it's, you know, you don't feel like sleep's the productive one. Right. So you sacrifice it. And I think my husband's actually a good example of it, too. Oh, Remember when he was sketchy. in that other job? Yeah. He'd yeah, get yeah. called out in the middle of the night. Yeah. He'd go... He'd go 48 hours without sleep yeah. and then crash. Maybe he'd get like eight hours of sleep, but then he's back doing his nine to five yeah, the next yeah. day and getting called in. And he just did not get a lot of sleep. And he functioned. It's like a functioning alcoholic. Right, he right. just functioned that way. Yep, yep, yep. And then we didn't realize until he switched jobs 
how much effect that had on him. Mm -hmm. It's like mm -hmm. his temper relaxed, his, right, right. his whole being relaxed. He wanted to be social again. Right, he, right. He's just like calmer yeah. and happier yeah. and can actually fill his day with other things because he has the energy for it. Right. And, you know, it's like, being in a steady state of sickness, right? You don't right. know what it's like to feel good. Right. That is a perfect example. And he is, it has scared me. I was worried about his health when <laughs> he was not sleeping like that. But also keep in mind, if you have a family, how, what a good role model you are for your children if they understand that sleep is important. Mm -hmm. They need to grow up with that because I think children today too, oh my goodness, they're involved in so many things. There's so many choices mm -hmm. and they can be involved in so many sports and so many activities and then they have to study and they're not getting sleep either. Mm -hmm. And that's not healthy. That is not good for children to do that. And they need to know early on that is not a good lifestyle. So they need to cut out something as well. So we can be role models mm -hmm. to our children and our families and our colleagues. Thank God know. my kids get my sleeping no, habits. Oh my gosh, they are great sleepers. <laughs> oh Thank my goodness. gosh, they sleep good. Yeah, they're good nappers too. Yes, they're they good are. nappers and they're they good are. sleepers. Yeah, um, yeah. So what's the big takeaway for rest? Um, so for rest, the first thing to think about is having a sleep routine. Making sure that you are getting seven to nine hours of sleep a night and, and looking at your routine and your schedule um, what can you change so that you can make that happen? Yeah. And, yeah. and maybe if it's work or something keeping you from sleeping because you feel like you need to be more productive, think of how much more productive you would be. Exactly. During the day. Exactly. That <laughs> is you true. you had the right That's sleep. really true. Yeah. 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 Okay. Great. Very, good. Very so good. that was the R yeah. for rest. And now we're going to get into the E exercise. for exercise yeah. and movement. I love it. Okay.